y'all. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. I got my good girl, Lo, in the building. What's up, Laurier? Hello. So happy to be here with you, Eva. <laughs> I'm loving these specs. Are this, is this a, you know, we party real hard this weekend specs or let me get the people what they need in the beginning of fall specs. What is glasses giving me this morning? These are the, I had these glasses for a few weeks and I seen some people try to wear them before me. So I had Ooh. to make it be clear. I'm the yeah. queen of glasses. Get out there. Put me in, coach. Put me in. Put me in. <laughs> Y'all ain't got this color. Y'all ain't got these. Ain't got this color. Speaking of the week, speaking of fashion, speaking of all that's been going on, it has been an extremely hectic week. I hear that the millennials are out here. They're dating and the Gen Zers are in debt. The dating is putting them in debt. Plus, one man's voicemail goes viral after he goes off on this woman that he just met. Like, what is there to curse about? But we're going to talk about that. And question, is your guy in it for the long haul or does he just want the goods? Well, we're going to give you some tips to find out if your man is really your man and just want to be your play friend. What else is going on? Nobody is about to be sticking around for all that, Eva. You know what I'm no. talking about. You got to keep <laughs> At <it> pushing. All. <laughs> At all. Anyway, this woman on TikTok says she is looking for some relatives and we might be related to her. We as in me and you were as in France. Uh, we're going to get all French. into that. Just like it goes down in my DM. I got some relatives in there asking for money. No, I'm joking. No, they're not. Ooh. I'm hoping it ain't her either. So <laughs> we do have some uh, people that I had to kind of give my side eye to a bit. I'm going to see what y'all think about Ooh. it. And for our final question to undress, this happened. First of all, who do, do you think you are? If I wanted to speak to you, I would have answered the phone. I was trying to be nice at the time that I gave you my number instead of saying no so that you didn't have to pick your face up off the floor. But call my phone again and goons will be outside your house by 3 p.m. <laughs> on Thursday. My Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, well, let's okay, speak on it then. It's going down. So make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undress Around podcast brought to you by Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, it's holiday season, guys. I know this year has gone by so fast, but it's my favorite time of year. It's my birthday season, which means Halloween is practically here. And after that, the holidays seem to just rush in one after mm-hmm. another. You get Thanksgiving, you get Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all of the good stuff. But right. do not stress out, you guys. Macy's is your one-stop shop for all your party hopping and party hosting essentials. From your casserole and pie dishes to home decor, and gifts that uh, chip up anything on your early list. So go ahead, pick up your Halloween costumes or three because you know you got to go from party to party to party. Mm -hmm. Now you can pick up these outfits just three hours before the party too. Yeah. And no one has to know you just got them because all you got to do is go on over to Macy's.com. That is Macy's.com and boom, they got you covered. Mm, You know what else had us covered this weekend? Because we were in New York, you and I, you were there for BravoCon and I was there for you. <laughs> Listen, you came and lit the city up, baby. I have never, I, I have a green jump, a, a jean jumper. I will not be wearing denim anytime soon. The <laughs> no. way you got built in that denim jumping in Prada boots, baby, you came and shut the city of New York down. I'm honey. sorry, sis. It was the green suit for me. Okay. Yes, and you killed yes. it and stunning on them. I want to talk about these bomb Prada boots you had on because, baby, see, people try to play the seasons a little bit too long. You know, they, like, want summer to go a little bit longer, want to play in spring. No, you did a fall (laughs) right, baby, with the new Prada boots straight off the runway. You was killing it. It was a mistake. It was a mistake, especially after when I seen you and Robert was so nice and fly and comfortable at the same time. You know when you see Housewives, y'all know how y'all are. Y'all kind of extra. They are. You just well, they, but you you a housewife too. And, <laughs> and y'all be kind of extra child. So I'm like, do I got to come in with the heels? I got to. So I'm like, all right, let me do my Prada boots. Okay, girl. So I put them on last mm-hmm. when I was going out the door, was fully dressed, ready to go. I'm like, all right, shoes on. I had never wore these shoes before. Okay. I decided, like, you know, they're good. That's my size that I always wear. Yeah. Girl, I put them on my foot. Uh-huh. And they kind of fit like, you know, when Barbie's foot goes into the shoe and it's kind of like it up a little bit like the it'd be like, like this. this. At the bottom of the but, shoe. Yeah, but it went with my outfit, so there was nothing I could do. I'm like, you know what? They'll break in a little bit as the night goes on. Girl, we got to the front of the restaurant. I see we had to go up them stairs. Yes. I was praying to God I didn't die. <laughs> like, Are you serious? I, I was just looking at your breaking. booty. 
I'm telling you, you you notice I disappeared when everybody went to the club. You did. I couldn't stand another second. I couldn't. You did. I couldn't and I said, "Low, where you at?" She said, "I'm on my way." I was. I was. <laughs> and then when I moved my foot, it said, "I was like, no, I got to get up." I, no. and can I tell you one more thing? What? And, and I never, because I talk about people that do this. Sis. You, don't, d- don't say it. I walked into my hotel with just socks on. I no. couldn't even get out there. I, I had to. I couldn't walk. You were that girl. It was like a pigeon. Like I was like, oh, 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 oh. But you could not tell those shoes were so bomb. I want them. <laughs> it gives you a la 92 guest boots, but no, baby, yeah. these is Prada. Yes. Like, it gives me That's everything I, I need. That's what I thought about them too. So you saying buy it in a half size bigger? A half a size at least. Well, you did look amazing. You came to your city, shut your city down. You supported supported your good girl. I absolutely thank you. And I got the best gift bag. I want to thank you because I know that dinner couldn't have been cheap at Brooklyn Chop House. That wasn't no <laughs> that wasn't no cheap dinner. And then your gift bags. Yeah. Listen, let me tell y'all a little something about these gift bags because I ain't never seen a gift bag like this gift bag. <laughs> I got full size products in there. I'm talking about everything for your hair to your lingerie. Yes. Not to mention, I got some good pieces of jewelry from it's straight from Eva's collection. Yes. This Eva Marcel. Be- we were in the building. You know, BravoCon had a marketplace. So we did a big bazaar. We sold out. But my business partner made sure she wanted to gift everybody at um, the dinner and make sure we had good swag bags. You know, you, you spending time you and energy. You using feet juice. You got Barbie feet going on in yes. your products. The least you can do is walk away with a little something. something. You did it. You got, I had to check my bag going back home, but I was happy with my <laughs> Straight moisture products and my lip doctor products and my Eva earrings because it- yes. <laughs> and shout out to Brooklyn Chop House. It's a black owned um, steakhouse in the city yes. of New York. It started in Wall Street. It was a very successful business. They decided to open up one in Times Square. Low got the list of notables that have thrown parties and birthday parties and everybody shindig. in their mom. I, you know, I heard Mary J. Blige got a little steak in there too. She does. Uh, yeah, Don. That's Don Poo. So shout out to them and shout out to you like i said for making sure we ate good we drank good and left with some good gifts i could i can't do i couldn't top that i couldn't top that hit it was a good night and you know what what a little expensive because they say that not just like um having friends is expensive but dating is now become real expensive too eva girl talk about it oh tell me i know a lot about it okay so let's get straight into it (laughs) it can be very expensive now y'all know the whole 200 date trend that was going on on social media, the argument that was going back and forth. And also the 200 patron. What is that? You never heard that? Like they were basically saying like, how much should you be spending on a date? And they were like, it's $200 too much. And then some people were like, hell yeah. And some people were like, no, that's oh, it's all minimum. relative. Yeah, it is kind of. But uh, they're saying that men constantly complain about the cost of taking women out. Now, 22% of millennials, this is um, us ages 23 to 41, they're okay. going into debt from dating. Dude, huh? I can relate. No, and what I mean, not date, but I'm very, I spend a lot of money mm-hmm. and I know yes, whoever do. I'm dating spends a lot of money as well. But like, to be fair, like that's why I feel like you gotta, we'll get to that. Anyway, okay. uh, on an average, people spent $91 on a date night, a day, uh, a date night out. And um, 19% of Gen Zers, 18 to 25, they also have gone into debt now. They say women are spending about $81 and men are spending about $104. Okay. Right? Now, the cost of everything is going up. We know this close. That's what dinner. I was going to say. Inflation helps. Yes. I mean, really bad. Ubers. Oh, my God. The Ubers nowadays are ridiculous. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. You know, the cost is going to add up. Now, they found that many people in those age ranges don't pay attention to spending as much. And that probably has to do with the fact that everything is on your phone. You have all these uh, ways that you could send money with no problem. And that's totally different between when you had the money in your pocket and be like, oh, shoot, I'm down to 20. You know, opposed to like, yeah, you don't see it anymore. So an industry analyst says it's best to be honest about your budget and not to take on debt just to date. 
Now, the follow-up is some women don't want inexpensive dates, though. I know I'm one of those. I mean, sometimes, but, like, not all the times you want to eat. It's all, all relative. It depends on where you're at. You know what I'm saying? If you're somewhere where the appetizers are average $13, then your bill's going to be cheaper. But if the appetizers and drinks are starting at $25, $28, then you're going you to run a couple hundred dollars at minimum. Exactly. Well, you know what's crazy, Eva? What? 85% of respondents said that they wouldn't feel offended if their partner took them on a low-cost date. So have you had someone knowingly overspend while dating you when their budget could not afford it? Like you kind of knew maybe they couldn't afford this, but you still was like, oh, this is good food and this is what I want. No, because I don't I don't I don't like to date people that um, are not honest to themselves, because when you just said that you got to be honest about your budget, the honesty starts with you. Yeah. Like the person that I'm dating or going out with, they don't have to know what my money's looking like. But if this is the restaurant I choose, obviously, this is what works in my budget. So I remember when I first started dating Mike, Mike was a single man. He worked for the city, made a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. um, no kids. And for a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, car paid off and you work all day, that's, you know, that's some cool money. So when it came to going to uh, eat, if I wanted to go to Ocean Airs, we're going to Ocean Airs. But then right. if I wanted to go to Shake Shack, we would go to Shake Shack. Like yes. I can do a $300 dinner. I could do a $30 dinner. It's all mm -hmm. relative. It's about what we're trying to eat that night. But I would not put anyone in a position to spend money that they don't have. I think that that's super whack. It's not that deep. Life isn't that deep. Who you trying to who you trying to impress? Because I'm not impressed because now you broke over lobster. Right. Well, see, I've had issues. I feel like my whole entire life, because one thing about me, like my father always took me to nice, expensive restaurants since I was a kid, since I was yep. a baby. We ate out all the time. And I know not everybody was afforded the same luxuries. So I was kind of raised a little different. So when I came up, I've always been a little more on the bougier side of eating things. My palate has... <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> my palate has always been more of an expensive palate. Like even amongst my sisters, because we have different fathers. They have the same father. I have a different one. So even with me, it would be like my mother's like cooking chicken parmesan. I'm like, oh, I'm not eating that. And they're like, my mother's like, well, you eating cereal then? And I'm like, right. That they will all go to McDonald's, and I'll be like, I don't want McDonald's. Like this has always been me. So I have actually dated guys that in the long run i didn't know because obviously for me they're gonna like show like nothing's wrong but when exactly. it, they went to one of my friends this one guy in particular i could think i went to one of my friends and told her like yeah i can't afford her like she's just too expensive for me and it didn't even have anything to do with like buying me stuff it was taking me out on dates and another guy actually ghosted me and we were good we were going out every single night and then it was like my birthday or something and he took me to noble and I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, ordering my salad is $100. So I'm right. <laughs> you know how right. it goes? So yes. I'm ordering it. And then, like, he went ghost. I'm like, what happened? Everything was all good. And then months later, he ended up reaching out and being like, you know, I just didn't have money like that. And I just felt like whatever. And I felt bad because I'm like, damn, I didn't, if you didn't have it, like, we didn't have to go to Nobu. Like, you know what I mean? If you didn't, if he didn't have it. You would have still went to Nobu. I would have went to Nobu without him. <laughs> I would have went to Nobu without him because then at that time I was just, I wasn't making as much. But like, see now, I promise you, even talking to you and knowing you and like, I get your advice on a lot of things that have to do with relationships. And I remember in the beginning when we first started this podcast, I would definitely be like, there's no way if the guy's not paying for that. But now I'm not even on that. It's like, if I really like the guy, like the dude I'm talking to or whatever, we go out. Sometimes I, I get mad if he always try to pay. I'll be like, no, nah, Because got you it. got a bag, sis. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it changes. Like when your bag is coming in and you realize your ability to make more money, <clears throat> this little money, it don't matter. So if he don't have it, if you enjoy this man and you enjoy your time together, girl, you can afford it. If you couldn't afford it, then it'd be different. But right. And that? and it's not even just that. It's like, I know you have it, but I know that I have an expensive palate. Guys, to me, will eat anything. They like, will. They will eat anything. So it makes me feel a little weird because I know I'm not eating everything. Like, I know one time he, we was talking, he's like, oh, something left out. I was like, I don't eat leftovers. And I know he looked at me like, girl, like, who, like. Day old poultry. What is that? Yes. And it's like in the <laughs> beginning, so I know he probably was looking at me like, yo, she's like, who do she think she is? She but I had to explain to him, like, yo, my father is like that. Like he would never, if I would try to take a doggy bag, he probably would smack it out my hand. That's just how he was. So mm -hmm. that's how I was kind of brought up. 
even though in my mother household it was different. But um, the other day I took out my niece and her boyfriend. It's his birthday, girl. I'm so sorry I we, missed the party. It, I told you to come. So and you know him, you know, you know uh how you we know him. And mm-hmm. then uh so whatever we go out, make a long story short. We didn't we had already ate, so we really only got appetizers and drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the bill came, so I went to go pay the bill. I didn't even think nothing of it. I just handed off my card. And I looked, the bill was eight hundred dollars <laughs> for appetizers and drinks. And I was like, we was here for like an hour. So now it's something our dinner was a thousand. Listen, when we dinner. went to dinner, but dinner, we ate. I didn't he even ate. He ate. He ate. Every- he ate. <laughs> we didn't. We had. We didn't even eat. So, like, I also think that some of these places are ridiculous, and they they take advantage of the fact that people want to be in the spot and people it, it's popular on Instagram, and they start adding stuff to your bill. And, and because start- you do have a little bit of money, then they try to like, oh, you know, that's nothing for her. No, I ordered three drinks the other day. They came into $92. I was like, what the hell was in that drink? Diva. What is happening? And it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. What's so, a low budget date that would be good, though? We'll see a lot of times, especially right now with the seasons changing, I think you should choose restaurants and areas that the ambiance is beautiful. And so you can enjoy the area, go for a walk, especially if you're in a part of town where they let you put your drink in a cup mm-hmm. and you can like walk around. Ooh, I like so, that. You know what I I'm like saying? That. Take your little drink, walk around, have a conversation. Um, where I live in Atlanta, there are little areas where they have like shuffleboard or you do a little putt-putt outside of the that. little restaurant. So those kind of dates are cute where it doesn't require you sitting at the bar or at a table continuously ordering stuff. Because if you give me a good cocktail, honestly, I'm good. We drinking it all day. You you know us. We gonna go to another place and drink there like we ain't get the same drinks. <laughs> you know us. We did it last Saturday when we went to Dior. <laughs> We went I'm from done. place to place. I'm done. I'm <laughs> well, done. you know what's not what who is done? Who? This man, his voicemail goes absolutely viral. Low. I don't know what happened, but oh, he no. met this woman and they met off the street. It was like a random sighting, but I guess okay. they were attracted to each other. Right. And I guess the idea around this is the fact that dating at 30 plus can be very hard. So there's this viral audio of this woman using from a guy who had a lot to say after the woman gave him her number and she hasn't answered the phone yet. Listen to this. It's Dimitri calling again, the guy from the street. I left you a message several days ago. I don't like leaving second messages, but I like you. You're a very elegant woman. You're very attractive, but I don't play that game. So here's how it's going to work. If I do not receive a phone call back from you by three o'clock Thursday afternoon, I'm no longer interested. I'm very intelligent. I'm great in bed. I make great money. Believe it or not, I'm a complete catch. Matter of fact, I'm one of the few men in the city that has nothing wrong with him. Now, I understand if you've got other issues. I don't know, maybe you were abused in childhood. Maybe you're just a person who's extremely frightened or has some, has an anxiety disorder. Maybe you're on uh, some medication for that. I don't know. There could be another issue. But if you're psychologically normal and you haven't called me because there's been some horrible thing that's happened in your life which prevented you, that's fine. What? Sir. There is something wrong with you, FYI. First of all, to think (laughs) that there's nothing wrong with you is absolutely crazy. If you're that much of a catch, you would have been caught. And are you the IRS? Because how do you get somebody a deadline to Thursday at 3 p.m. to do anything? Who are you, sir? She's not interested. You're crazy. He's clearly a psychopath. If somebody left that on my damn voicemail, I would have called the police. If my husband left that on my voicemail, <laughs> I would call the police. If you don't call me back by 3 p.m. on Thursday, like, he's he sounds like someone that could end up in a forensic podcast. I'm just saying. Yeah, she would be ending up in a body bag. He's like, the fact that he's like, I'm one of the very few guys in the city that there's, it was that no. for me. No, it was the, I don't know what happened to you in your past. Oh, it was that too. Childhood and trauma. You can tell that this is a white man. You can tell by the way he talks. Um, Something's giving me, she was everything of a beautiful black woman or at least a woman of color. Being nice. Rocked his world. For as far as his eyeballs are concerned, and he does not know how to get that beauty out of his face, his eyes, and memory. And um, 
watch out because he's psycho. He's the one that takes pictures of you while you're asleep. This is exactly hap- what happens when you're nice to people. And this is why I don't like to be too nice to people. Because then they take it and then they run with it. It's like, bro, she probably gave you her number on some. Listen, let me just give it to him. I'm never going to answer. I do that all the time. I, I told was going to ask before. you, have you ever given like, you know, you're not going to talk to him. You know, you're not interested. But because of what we do for a living and because you are a name, have you ever given your number out to somebody? And then we're like, Damn, why I am so happy you asked me this. I would give my number to anyone. I I don't answer any number that's not stored (laughs) in my phone. If you're not stored in my phone, I'm never going to answer. But this one particular time, is, and usually it's a lot of fans like that, whatever. So there's this guy, um, one of his friends is trying to talk, make a long story show. He's like, that's L'Oreal. You know, I love your show. And So he's like, yo, we're going out tonight. Let me get your number. Like, I want to invite you. So I was like, oh, I don't want to go. He's like, yo, just take my number. Da, 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 da. Matter of fact, give me a number right now. I'm going to call it. So I'm like, Uh-oh. damn. Uh-oh. So I'm like, all right. So I give him the number, right? No no harm, no foul, because I know I'm but not You answering. have to give the right number because they're Girl. there. Like, remember back in the day when you used to write the wrong number on a piece of paper? Yeah. No, you like- got to give them because they're going to call right then or text. Tell me why. First off, he starts sending me pictures of himself. Now, he's a big guy on a little plane. I guess he was trying to show me he was in a PJ. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a big guy on a little plane, right? So I'm like, I don't care about the way I ignored him. He's giving four he, seater. Texting, calling, texting. So then finally, whatever, he leaves me alone. I go to the same spot, like where I stayed before, and I was there with with my uh-huh. friend, my guy, uh-huh. whatever. So um, he starts calling me. Now listen to this, Eva. This is crazy. He's calling me. So it says no. I have him stored as no. (laughs) (laughs) So no calls. And I'm like, ugh, I forwarded it. I went to sleep. When I woke up, I looked at my phone. I had a FaceTime that was on for four hours. Some way, somehow, I must have rolled over when he called me. No. And called him back or something. And this psychopath, you want to talk about psychopath? Stayed on my phone on FaceTime for four hours, Eva. Four. Four. I don't what know what he... are doing to these men? I don't know what he heard, thought he heard, because I was asleep. He's heard snoring. He must, no, he must... <laughs> I don't know what he thought he heard, or maybe he did hear something. I don't know what he did. He but was like, watching you while you were asleep. I blocked him. I had to, because I'm like... And still to this day, I don't know what... Was four hours worth of being on a, like even talking to somebody, I wouldn't be on the phone for four hours. That's that scary, is right? Psycho. Yeah, he was probably. Um, doing now I'm not giving my Roman number to Cubs. nobody no more. That was. <laughs> Listen. Yo, I'm done. You never know. He's over there pushing pee. <laughs> so I'm still confused at what he was looking at. I'm sorry. That's crazy. That is absolutely bizarre. Okay, so. If a guy came at you like this, like say you met a guy and he came at you in this way, what would the L'Oreal response be? Uh, blocked. <laughs> I would never talk to this person again. How about yourself? Um, yeah, yeah, it blocked. would be blocked. But I think that if someone got that rah-rah at my voicemail, I think I would have to return a favor. You would call back? I mean, I would do a voice note. Ooh, let's do one. I could, yeah, we could do a voice note. Like, first of all, who do do you think you are? If I wanted to speak to you, I would have answered the phone. I was trying to be nice at the time that I gave you my number instead of saying no so that you didn't have to pick your face up off the floor. But call my phone again and goons will be outside your house. By 3 p.m. (laughs) on Thursday. Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. <laughs> right. Moving right along. Speaking okay. of these men. You know that some people sometimes are in it for the long haul. And we want to help you out and let you know how you could tell if that man is in it for the long haul. Now, there was one social media user who's post a video of a man being scared to make the first move. It started to circulate. Now, okay. check out what he had to do to get his thoughts out there and how to tell if a guy really likes you or not. See, ladies, this is a very good indication that a man could like you. And I say it could because all men aren't the same. But if a man touch you on the first date or second date with ease, like it's nothing to it. He just, you know, just up on you. He probably, you know, he think he he easily bagging you. Well, that 
was scared to touch you. You know, you like wondering why he ain't touching you, why he ain't trying to kiss you. Yeah. Boy, like you. Boy, like you lot. You got him over there shook. I'm one of them dudes. Hey, I like somebody. She got to show me something. I need to tell me you like me because I ain't trying to get shot down. You got to touch my knee or something. Touch my hand. Look my way. Breathe on my neck. My ear. Rub your hands through my head. Do something because I'm shook. Okay, this is so true, L'Oreal. This is so true. You said you agree with this man. I agree with bruh 100%. I feel like the men that feel comfortable rubbing your shoulder, touching you, A, they think that they are macaroni Tony. Two, that is their way of just trying to prime you to see, to probe you, to see like, is she easy? Is she okay with this kind of, or is she going to jump back? I remember dating Mike. I had to make the first move for everything. I kissed him first. I touched, like I grabbed his hand first because Mike, my name is still smitten in his phone. He was smitten <laughs> since day one. He's still like, I don't know how I got her, but I ain't going to do nothing to mess it up. So it was me that gave him the indication, like, bring it in, bro. Let me get yeah. some. You know, because a guy that really, really likes you, they're A, scared of that rejection and B, scared to scare you off. But how long think? does that last, right? Because then don't you feel after a while, like, you are you always supposed to make the first move in this situation? <gasps> Well, well, after you make the move, then they know it's cool. So for me and Mike, we went to go see that movie Dope. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good eight movie. Eight years ago, that, that film. So that was like our first kiss. We went, we had been on like five dates by then. And uh, we went to the movies and I did the old teenager lean over and kiss you in the movie theater. Uh... And so after that, that was his like, okay. I can kiss her. So after that, he started making the move, but I had to make the initial move. Okay, you know I got saying? it, I got it, I got it. Because I was like, wait, does he mean like forever? Because I wouldn't be okay with that. But you know what? If you think about the way dating and courting used to be set up, for one, you definitely weren't kissing somebody. If you kissed somebody, that was your wife. Like that yeah. was what was to be. But the woman absolutely had to give the man permission to get into her personal space. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What, what you laughing yeah. at? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm crazy. I don't know. The, yes, I think when I'm thinking back about it, it's like, yeah, you do. Like, I made the first move, like, in my situation, kind of. Kind of. And what I mean by that is, like, not by touch. Like, he approached me, but, like, the conversation continued because I decided to let the conversation continue. Exactly. Like, he would have just said and spoke his piece and could have probably, like, just left it at that. And I kind of continued it and, like, let it go on. Long. So that's the same kind of a yeah. thing. Like, it's yeah. that the guy in the audio says, show me something. Give me something. Like, give me some kind of You got to show something. But sometimes it's the questioning because, like, I asked Mike, like, who you dating? And what you want to do? Is this business or, or what? And he was like, huh? Do you want to do business with me or are you interested in me? Yeah, like, like what is this? And he sipped his little uh, old-fashioned and was like, <clears throat> I'm interested. But, okay, good. Well, I'm interested too. So let's talk along those lines. And you just got to give them allowance. I do. It's, you know, like some things just are not as easy as that though. Like but it see, might start like off a that dominant way. man though. You like a dominant man that has a sense of like, cause you're such a strong woman. So you like a man that's still respectful. That's like, come here, girl. Yeah, I do. I like I want, like, I don't, cause to me, that's how you know that you're wanted too. Like, I don't only want you to feel wanted. I want to feel wanted too. So like, well, they, I, they do want you. They just don't want to get rejected or they don't want to offend you. Yeah. But I don't want you to be timid. Like I need, like you said, I need timid. that. I need that. Like come here. But see, there's <laughs> a difference between being timid and being aggressive. And the difference True. is permission. True. Yeah, okay. it's the permission because a lot of men, upon approach, are like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what do I do? What do I say? I don't want to say the wrong thing." So they're gonna play the the back, and that's a smart man. But when you give him a little bit of room, like, come on, let's play. Like, yeah. Tap you in. Come on, coach. Put you. Come on, you in. You in. <laughs> then it's like, okay, let me warm up. Let me dribble a little bit. So, you know, I, I so, mean, I like it. So if a guy is moving slow, like what's some things that you could do to kind of speed him up, you think? Like so there's maybe some girls out there that's like, I'm not really sure if he's that interested or if he wants something more. Would you? <sighs> I, I want to see what you say about this because I sometimes I think if you're too aggressive as a woman, that also will scare a man away. It will. But see, I think you got to put yourself in a certain settings, right? So 
Find yourself at a place where maybe it's a restaurant loungy place where they mm -hmm. have music, right? So you can find yourself dancing, you turn around, dance on them a little bit. Like there are little things you can do. You don't have to go do the whole like, let me see, let me see how big your package is. You gotta do yeah. the whole grab. But you know, it's a little hip on the thing. It's, 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 it's a little bit. Things that I just feel like is to each its own is just different in different situations. Because I remember a couple episodes ago, uh, they had did a study and they was like, oh, don't overspend time with the person or something. It was like, yes, yes. The three hour rule we had, like no more than three hours out of place. But you know, a good way to do it that kind of get intimate without being offensive, even if he don't have nothing on his face, girl, just Wipe his face. Yeah, you know wipe what I'm right there. Hit him with a, if a he moves, then he don't like you. But if he if he lean into it, like you still see it. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? If so, you move, I'll never talk to you again. Exactly. Like, there's, there's rub nothing. his little hair. If he got um nice little wave of Caesars, rub his wave. If he got locks, pull his little hair. You yeah, know what that's I'm a good. That's definitely always gonna be something for sure. And but no, but what I was saying about the time thing is, I don't agree with that. Like, I feel like you be around each other as long as you're happy and having a good time. Like, no, no. No, you can, you can, you can overexhaust. Like during a date, you can overexhaust. Sometimes a date should have ended forty minutes ago, and if it would have ended forty minutes ago, there would be a second date. Sometimes See, but look, I talked about that because I was like, "Yo, do you feel like I asked my friend or whatever?" I'm like, "Yo, whatever." He's like, "The first time I met you, we sat at the bar for like six hours, but and we had smitten though. Y'all, y'all, y'all feeling each other. Y'all smitten how about each other. If you feeling each other, you shouldn't want to be like, but "Oh, see, let's hurry up because it's been two hours." But you guys both know y'all feeling each other. What happens if you feeling somebody, but you don't know how they feel about you? Because that's really where we're I'm at. I'm not sitting like, here, fam. That's what I'm <laughs> You go ahead and run that time limit. Listen, you're listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Do yourself a favor. Go on over to Macy's.com and check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the undressing room. TripAdvisor has given us some advice and considering their name advisor, Okay. Should we take it or not? So this is the advice for your exes. So if there was an app to find out about how exes rated your potential man, would you check it out? Oh, this is spicy. Oh, no. Well, someone created a site that's like a trip advisor for exes. So Tracy <laughs> Teagan. This should be illegal. <laughs> it has to be illegal created the ex-boyfriend list after heartbreak from her cheating ex who also stole rent money from her. Okay. Yeah. Con man and ex-boyfriend. She was kicked out of her place and needed a digital space to vent. So the site was meant for exes to warn others about men that they're dating. It sounds like haters, but I'll, 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 I'll digress. <laughs> The site says, we all have that loser ex that we want to warn others about. Damn. And now you can do just that, L'Oreal. This is your very own bad boyfriend database, or as we like to call it, the bad boyfriend list. So just enter the name of your ex in a search in the search box and find out if he is already on the bad boyfriend list or you can click here to report an ex-boyfriend. So not nice. You can add people or search people or you could review. One review said cheated on me with my best friend, but I'm happy to say that he ended up cheating on her too oh. with his neighbor. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Now I'm happy to say. Listen, so mainly the site is said to be good to get the anger out of your system and to vent, but you can post their name and their location, but you cannot post their contact info. So, I mean, how do you feel about this site and have you ever been warned about an ex or someone that you dated and... um how were you able to decipher if the person is just being a hater, like I just said, mm -hmm. or if you should really take them seriously? Because some people you need to know about, like the Tinder swindler. And then yeah. some people, maybe 10 years ago, somebody who might have dated my husband be like, oh, don't date him because he never settles down. So 
I mean, sometimes the advice is something that you can actually use, but then sometimes the advice is like, girl, that was y'all. Yeah, because I was definitely a bad girlfriend to like a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but I know I could be amazing too. So that's the only reason what I don't like about this. But I've been warned about an ex before, yes, by his baby mom. And that's because probably she knew that he was still messing with her while he was messing with me. And I didn't really know, you know, like he lied to well, me. She about warned it. you. She didn't just say, hey, I'm sleeping with him, too. Well, she warned me in a way where she wasn't directly talking to me. She was subbing me like, you know how we sub. It's because this was a long time ago. So the last thing she said was she was like, it's all good because you don't even know the monster you're dealing with. Right. The monster so you you're dealing with him, too. You monsterette. But you know what I did? Yeah. I'm so crazy. Me and him got a dog together and I ended up naming the dog Monster. Because For, sure. <laughs> For sure. Why not? I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, we might as well just be petty. If we're going to be petty, let's get into it. But and I should have listened to her. I should have listened to her. <laughs> you should have listened to her. But I mean, sometimes in life, if we try to circumvent every single opportunity to learn a lesson, which means that sometimes we might get our feelings hurt, sometimes things might be uncomfortable, then we don't grow. So, yeah. you know, you take it all with stride. And thank you, good sis, for um, still rotating on that so my friend can move on to something a lot better. <laughs> I'm just exactly. saying. Exactly. Exactly. Did you ever have to warn anybody? I know one person you was warned. <laughs> you know what? I have had to warn people, but I don't, you know what? I'm just going to let you go ahead and live your day <laughs> and let life be what it is. Now, it's a very hard space, right? Because some relationships are lessons and people are for reasons and seasons. And right. it's not always your job. I always tell my mother, she always tries to play like captain save her kids. Mm -hmm. I'm like, your kids are grown. Your youngest right. kid is 35 years old. Like let them figure out life for themselves. Mm -hmm. But then I could appreciate the part of her being a mom and wanting to keep them from anything that could potentially hurt them. If she could help it, she, she will. So there's, it's, it's a, it's a difficult space because I've had, you know, having gone through DV myself and lost a best friend to DV, you, when you see signs just a week ago, I saw my friend and I saw nothing but signs of like toxic relationship. And I was trying to figure out how to say something without pushing them away from me or pushing them closer to that toxic that's relationship. So because yeah. that's what happens sometimes when you want to warn somebody like, look, I've been through this. I know the signs. Yeah. It's definitely verbal abuse at minimum, emotional abuse. And it's up for them to tell me if it's physical or not, or not to tell me, but to do something about it. So it, it, you know, you kind of find yourself in a hard place because you don't want to get in someone's business by the same token, having lost someone to domestic violence on yeah. this earth. You want to get all in a business. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. So it's, 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 a, it's a difficult one. I think it's petty. I think it would only be helpful <laughs> if it was someone that was abusive but comes off as a charmer or someone that was a con man and that is financially swindling women. Those two, I'm, I'm here for that site. But if he a cheater, if he a cheater, then just open a class yearbook because they are cheaters. Like yeah, and not just that. that. Maybe he just only cheated on you because he didn't like what you had going on no more. Maybe y'all had some type of thing going on between y'all that he just couldn't deal with anymore. Like there's so many different things. And that's why I do think it's kind of messy and that's messed up because then you have people that are just hurt and bitter that right. may just come out of nowhere and just like poop on the person just so that right. they don't have nobody to mess with them no more or, you know, just hating on them. So that's why you do got to be careful when you're talking to exes in any kind of capacity, because uh, there's a lot of hateration, holleration. There out is, there. Okay. in the dancery. I want to see the holleration, because I know it's no <laughs> hateration. I need the holleration in your DM. Oh my God, in this DME. In this DME. <laughs> so we we're going to start with this one and then uh, we'll go back to what I was talking about. But so the other day I was out um, outside, outside. Right. OK. And I always find it so creepy. And I've read some of these uh, similar to y'all before. Mm -hmm. But this one is just like, I'm like, come on, bro. So um, guy reaches out and this is like, mind you, the third message I got from this day when I guess people just see me out and about. But each spot I went to was super low. Like okay. it was 
It, and it wasn't even that it was low. It was just like the time of day was low. Like, you you get what I'm saying? It wasn't mm-hmm. meant for that. I just, because I wasn't there. I don't care who I ran into. So okay. this one guy reaches out. He said, it was good running into you last night at, and he said the place, superstar, LOL. I wanted to speak, but not sure if the person you was with was your man. Now. There's numerous reasons why I don't like this DM, and I'm going to tell you. One, why? You, di- you didn't run into me at all. Running it, you see me, <laughs> and I didn't see you. So you ran into you. And yeah, you ran into you. Me. You ran into me. I mean, you ran into you, and you seen me while, while I was outside. <laughs> One. Two, you clearly see me and didn't say nothing, but decided to slide in my DM. Weird. Three, I was with somebody. And w- w- I'm I'm a little confused. If I was with him and it, and you see me with somebody, and you might have even thought that was my man, why would you not want to try to holler at me in my DM? That's well, all of these equations are equaling yes, right? Yes. Well, but but what did you think was going to happen? I wrote you back and said, uh-huh, "No, that's not mommy. Yeah, that's be? exactly what he thought. You want to be? Yeah, that's exactly what he thought. Bro, I, mean, I left you on. Listen, unseen. no, no. Gentlemen, continue to shoot your shot because I have three brothers and there are very many, there are many times where I was very single and I was out with one of my brothers and my brothers are very handsome and we're all only two years apart. And so there's so many times someone's like, even to my brother, like, I, you know, I thought you were cute, but I saw you with that girl and I didn't want to, you know. Let me tell you something. It was not given brother. I can tell you if he seen me with that, it was not good. <laughs> it's not giving brother. That's not how I, that's not how me and him, me and him don't brother and sister. Okay. Y'all don't brother and sister. No, I mean, don't, it don't need get that. Out there, as soon I'm as you saying. see me, you got to know it. If you see me outside with a certain person, it gives. What it gives give. what it's supposed to be giving. But there was somebody that did highlight us to show us some love for the Unjust Man podcast. Ooh. And I'd love to shout these out because I know all most of the time y'all like the DMs where the people are saying things like, I decided I want to eat you for dinner tonight and I just seen you outside at the restaurant and said the restaurant I was at. So this the, is why I don't do talk to people. Do they want it hot or cold? Because That's let me explain question. something to you. This is why I don't talk to people because this man has been in my DM for months and months, right? And then he seen me outside and then didn't realize, I don't know how, what me is with right here, but then decided to DM me and said he Because he's hungry out. now. He's hungry. Imagine if I gave this dude my number. Do you get what I'm saying? Imagine he approached me and I'm like, oh, you're a nice He would have made you an appetizer. Now I would have had the <laughs> same person that be in my DM month after month and it's creepy, but this is why I don't talk to people outside. I got to know you or you got to know my friend. That's the only way. Some anyway, way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Anyway, um, hi, L'Oreal. Yes, I'm in the DMs. I'm a DC native, so I listen to the morning hustle show. Stand up. I listen to the morning hustle show when I'm dropping my baby girl up at school. I especially love listening to the Undressing Room podcast. So we're going to shout you out. Okay. She said, I absolutely love you, ladies. Hi, Eva. I just wanted to say thank you, too, for giving me an outlet. I listen to the show in the shower, in the car, at work, when I'm giving a facial. LOL. I'm an esthetician. Every time I'm having a me time, I'm tuned in. And on my worst days, you both make me smile. And my best days, I feel like I'm one of the girls. Please never stop being you. And don't think about stopping this show anytime soon. I just wanted to shout you ladies out. And I appreciate you both. Love a loyal fan, Brittany. Shout out to you, Brittany, and her Instagram. Thanks, Brittany. Yes, at For Your Pores. So make sure y'all go get a facial if y'all in the D.C. area. Yes, go get go see my good girl, Brittany, the esthetician. And thank you for um, listening to our crazy butts because L'Oreal and I never agree. But it's all about (laughs) perspective. And that's what life is. The lenses of what you look at them through. Yes, and you are one of our homegirls. And we always want to know. Y'all opinions, how y'all feel. Y'all know y'all can always slide in my DMs at Star and L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L. But we love when y'all slide in our DMs. So you send those final questions for us to address. Yes, we love those. But before we get into the final question, we need to talk about this woman who's on social media Uh looking for her relatives. So she goes viral looking for relatives. And some people think it might be you and I, Lo. Let's listen to this. What? 
my name is Estella. I'm an Aries. I'm trying to reconnect with my people. I know I got other people out here. Uh, possibly some brothers and sisters. Definitely some cousins. I am from the tribe of zero f**ks given. My father's name was f around and find out. And my mother's name was I wish a mother would. I have an uncle whose name was mind you got business. And my auntie's name was don't tell me what the f to do if you ain't paying no bills up in here. I also have some cousins. Stay in your lane. I will beat your damn ass. And do not take my kindness for weakness. If you are related to any of these people by any chance, please contact me. Let's find each other, y'all. Oh my, I, my, my, I, you know what? I have a sister. I've never met her before. I did not know I would meet my sister oh in this fashion God. city. Yes. Can you believe this? My daddy we, is from Nope. It's Given Tribe too. We look That's just my alike. Auntie. We the same person. We the same. <laughs> Girl, we got the same baby here and every so related. I'm we are kin. I'm not talking to y'all no more. You kin folk, you skin folk, you all I'm of out. them. I'm done because I really was sitting here Thinking that she was like, I did my 23 and me and it came back. <laughs> my well, my see, eyes supposed to be light. <laughs> that is the best thing about social media. But I want to give you the worst thing about social media. Uh -oh. And the worst thing that social media has brought are people no longer want to go through the actual stages of life. So this is our final question to undress. And they say that 23-year-olds want to have the same lifestyle as a 33-year-old old they want to afford the same things they want but they can't and if they if they can't they think they have failed at life yes so have you noticed that the gen z and the younger millennials find themselves jealous and in comparison to people that are 10 and 15 years older than them yeah is it yeah, social media's fault what, what i mean what is it every single time i go on instagram and I see Diddy on his boat. I feel bad about myself. I wonder why I don't have L'Oreal, a boat with a you are in your early 30s. He's in his late 50s. I'm, I'm, I'm upset I don't have the helicopter with the pool that come up with the PJ, with the young Miami on one side of the boat and the Joy Chavez on the other side. I got a little issue and then 50 baby mama on the deck below. Oh, well, I, I always ride bit. with a city girl. So you already know I always got JT and Young Money in the building. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, so I will say that. And I actually just got on my little niece about this. She just turned 21 mm -hmm. and um, she had her first car as a little CLA. Right, mm -hmm. which is cute. Mm -hmm. that's, a, mm -hmm. that's good for a little. That's a great car. She's talking about something. Yeah, I'm about to get the X6. I said, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not about to get a car that I I would drive. Like, no, no, you don't even have a career like me. <laughs> like, like, I had to really shut her down because, you know, I'm not trying to bust nobody bubble. But like, I know what she can afford. And I know that even if you think that you make that. No, no, because that you don't have that. Like and then you could lose your job. You don't even really the keeping have up with the Joneses has not expired. All it does is change names and faces. But the need for these women to think that they are Savannah and LeBron James. It's crazy. Look good, sis. You're stunning. You are not Savannah and he is not LeBron James. And that is OK. You yeah. are you and you are great in you. But there is something about the social media posts that create a new standard for people as they go out on vacations. I see them out here trying to rent yachts. It don't have to give that. It can give, let's just get in the beach. Like what happened to good old fashioned? We land in the sand. We got, we rent an umbrella. This whole little cabana costs oh, $52. No, no, no. Like what Everybody shooting a video. Everybody shooting a video. Everybody want to eat good. This is why crab legs got a shortage. This why, I find, <laughs> this why I couldn't find 1942 and Kazazul in the middle of the pandemic. Cause everybody wanted to be big boss status. And then. When you're running out the money, you crying or y'all trying to rob people or break into people's homes. And I'm sick of it. And then y'all making excuses. Well, because the community ain't making. No, it's because no. you're living beyond your means. You're living beyond your means. And you're telling these young people that that's what they need to have. But I'm just saying, I know your niece. She flies. She'll go get her. She's going to get that X7. I'm just saying. She's going to get the she, X7. She can get, oh, you done stepped it up to an X7. I said the X6 child. But we, no, she's she going to get that X7. She's going to come through with that thing thing. And she can. But I don't think that that should be your priority. It's realistic. Right now. Yep. You know what I, I mean? Agree. I think that there's so many other things that you should be focused on. And that's that I had to tell her my first real nice car 
didn't come with that I bought for myself because I had my ex had bought me a, a nice car. Why but not? it wasn't until I was in my thirties where I really had a really, really nice car. Like when I was in Mickey. I bought my first Mercedes at 19 years old. Y'all couldn't yeah. tell me not a fingery. I and had I my next Mercedes car. after that and my next Mercedes after that. And I bought them all cash. So I'm just saying your niece no, is I a little a bit car. like me. I had a regular because you know what happened? When I had got a decent, well, I had got a little BMW, but I'm saying like it wasn't the price of my car now is what yeah. I mean. So I had like a little BMW when I was like 23, right? That I got mm-hmm. a little three series and I owned it and I got into an accident and I totaled it. So now I'm sitting there messed up and I'm like, yeah, I should have It's called insurance. Yeah, I had insurance, but then I didn't have more money for another down payment for the next guy. It, just, it was done. They totaled it out and they gave me the money to to break even but oh, like there was still some on it yeah, yeah, yeah. it was exactly so then okay 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 that's you just what I mean. on a very big point understanding finances understanding and it takes time and even if you got a small bag when you young it's the long run that you got to really plan and make your money stretch for and when you young you don't think about that no that you don't low. and that's the problem that was that's good. the problem you don't think about that but guess what i what? made sure i got a house first i made sure like those things are a little more important because guess what when you down on hard times you can sell that house that car depreciates as soon as you pull that off the wow talk and preach to the people okay now that was our final question to undress be sure to follow us on instagram at the undressing room podcast and dm us for your chance to be featured and have your final question to undress now it has been a cute day but we got to go so low let them know who we're talking to you are listening to the undressing room podcast the best podcast that is out period period it's presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page so you can be fly just like us at Macy's.com slash the undressing room. And we're going to get up out of here. That's what y'all. Ta-ta for now. But we'll see you next week. Same time, same place with the same beautiful faces. All right, you know what? Go listen to our old episodes too. Rate, review, subscribe. And tell a friend to tell a friend because we want to make sure we got more homegirls. Yes. And last week was crazy. Y'all want to hear last week's show. It was absolutely crazy. Get into it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, even Marcel and L'Oreal. Follow at the Undressing Room Podcast on all socials. Executive produced by Kobe Cole Tyner. Assistant produced by Alexis Felder. Edited by Dunkus, Senior Director of Podcast Operations, Sierra Reed, Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Josh Romani, Michelle Marino, Lori Hall, and Khadijah Campbell. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Thank you for listening to the Undressing Room Podcast. See you at the next episode.